So anyway, this this is a crazy, crazy story. Okay. Like ESPN pays all this money for La Liga, which is um, the, the Spanish league. And it's got two the, the two most uh, expensive and profitable teams in the entire world, right. you know, European football teams, uh, Barcelona or Barcelona and Real Madrid. Gotcha. But the problem is like the lower end of that, of that uh, league is not really all that much. So like, there's like three teams that matter. It's, it's those two. And then Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. Now Barcelona is so poorly run that they just lost the greatest player in history because they couldn't get their financials in order. Right. This, this um, is Messi, right? Like that's... this is Lionel Messi. So he he signed with PSG earlier this week. PSG is Paris Saint Germain in Ligue One mm-hmm. in the French league um, in a free transfer. So Barcelona doesn't even get any money back. So the way that the way that um, European soccer transfers work is if somebody's under contract, they can leave to go to another team, but the other team pays the other, that, that previous team a, a boatload of money, if they're good, sure. to transfer that player. And, that, play, and that, that money is just, so players very rarely ever get traded for each other, but it's just big piles of money. Right. So Barcelona lost Messi and they don't get any money. It would have been a $150 million or 150 euro, million euro transfer but it was a free transfer because he was un- not under contract any longer. He was a free wow. agent. He wanted to sign with Barcelona. He couldn't. He was going to take like a like a half uh, pay cut from what he made last year because he was making like 125 million euro a year, which is ridiculous. It, it, like it's it's more. Wow. Than, it's like three times as much as somebody like LeBron James is making in, in basketball. So our capitalist system is not paying our sports stars nearly what they're worth. We don't have it? a capitalist system here. Oh yeah, that's right. We have more, there's more socialism in our sports leagues because we have, you know, collective bargaining and, and, uh, uh, you know, salary caps and luxury taxes and all this stuff. They've got something similar in Europe, but basically if a team is profitable, they can spend almost all of their profits towards players. So the richest teams can pay, there's no salary cap, so they can just continue to pay money. Barcelona was doing that. They were paying against their debts. They were doing all this stuff. And that's why they couldn't actually make a deal work for Messi. Mm. They couldn't actually pay him the contract Whoops. that he wanted. Yeah. Whoops. Hey, that, that's a bad exactly. on them. So that's terrible. So anyway, that's the uh, soccer news. For all right. Today. Oh, and this so, is not um, a soccer news podcast. This is not a soccer podcast. This is, uh, this is Dad Pods Presents, the unofficial MCU podcast. Right? Yeah. 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 That's all of it. Um, so we are we are continuing down our ranking. Uh, we're going to start with our you know our our branded uh, beginning, which is Marvel News, which doesn't have a sponsor yet. So anybody out there that wants to sponsor this, it might be sponsored by one of our children later. Oh, that would be great, and I will gladly yeah. post an ad. So yeah. you In just heard our little our little music. <laughs> uh... Uh huh. I know you haven't listened, but like for our loyal listeners that we now have a little bit mm-hmm. of intro music from Marvel News, uh, that will be replaced by an ad if you choose to sponsor it. There you go. Go yeah. sponsor us. Yeah, go sponsor us. Um, so, yeah. So what's what's happening this week? Well, I don't know if you watched it, but uh, yesterday, August 11th, uh, What If started. I haven't watched it. Have you seen any of it yet? I did see it. Okay. So I'm, I am waiting to watch it because my son is at 
sleepaway camp this week. Oh. So he can't. So he told me not to watch anything fun. So I'm not allowed to watch that. I'm not allowed to watch Wild Ted Lasso. Gotcha. I'm not allowed to watch any of the criminal minds that we are rewatching. Ooh. So I can't. So I've got to, you know, keep those separate. So uh, I'll say your kid will probably really like it. This is, yeah. this series looks like uh-huh. it's a hundred percent fan service. <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh yeah, this is like, this is not for anyone else. This isn't how they wrote people into the MCU. This is for people who've watched a lot of it and just want that little thing where you would get every mm-hmm. single detail from them changing one aspect and mm-hmm. going from there. Yeah, this is, this is a uh, Marvel deals with the butterfly effect. Yeah, totally fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, animation's really great. A lot of just pure action. This is also Marvel saying like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to deal with the uh, character development and all that because guess what? I already, you already know these characters. That's a, that's a good point. They, they have been developed. Right. So this is purely Hugh fanning out. It's like, hey, is, hey man, what if? Uh, whatever. <laughs> and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What if? You know, what if Ghost Rider had a taco truck? That's a good one. That would be a good one. Well, he has mm-hmm. that car in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> that is kind of like getting him off the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you have a rant. You have a rant. I have a huge rant. Okay. When, when I research my Marvel news, I like to go to the official source, marvel.com, where they have a lot of, uh, of news. It's a good source. It's a pretty good website as you might expect from a large corporation like Marvel. Sure. They have ads on their own site. And these aren't like ads for their own materials. It's like Google ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Marvel, I know that you're, you're listening to this. You don't need ads on marvel.com. <laughs> no, I'm looking there right now. One, it's, a, it's an Amazon Basics dog diapers. That, that is... Poor, you are devaluing your own brand. <laughs> yeah, you can you can probably at least the front page. You don't need to put those ads. <laughs> you don't need them you're anywhere. Not, you're not you're not losing too much revenue. By I doubt way, very seriously Amazon Basics, the dog diaper yeah. thing is paying you a whole heck of a lot of money. Yeah, I, I think it's just uh, it's a bad look, Marvel. Don't do yeah. this. So when I'm in charge of Marvel, this is the first thing I'm getting rid of. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well. Um, let me know when, you know, I can step in as your VP and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go for it. Well, my big plan is I'm going to start off as Kevin Feige's uh, assistant. Cause I, I think okay. as we've discussed, probably not on the podcast, that's probably the best job in the world. Mm-hmm. Provided that Kevin Feige is like a, a cool guy. I think he is. I, I get the feeling he is. So I will tell you that, um, you know, with my son being at, uh, at, um, sleepaway camp this week, we've been watching stuff like the, the, the Catch and Kill podcast about Ronan Farrow's investigation of Harvey Weinstein. Mm. That doesn't speak fondly. You don't want to be a personal assistant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All, right. And, All right. And I'm not saying anything bad about Kevin Feige. He's probably a wonderful person. Yeah. But, you know, just, just, just you know, do your research first. Be a little wary. Sounds, sounds, yeah. sounds wise. Always yes. wise. Yes. So the reason I think it would be the best job in the world is, you know, they clearly do a lot of research into Marvel history mm-hmm. as they work through all of these stories. And uh, there must be someone to keep track of the continuity mm-hmm. as they're planning out all future projects because Marvel is very well known for having everything connected. Uh, mm-hmm. One mere mortal can't possibly do this. So I can imagine- so There has to be a team. There's a team and a giant cork board somewhere just with all these with strings. Strings, and, yeah. yeah. It's the serial killer style uh, 
corkboard yeah. showing all the plot points. Yeah. That would be fun that would to be make. Funny. That, would be, that would be funny to actually see, like, if there's actually a corkboard, or do you think they go dry erase? Like, I think like, I think it has to be two D. Yeah, I, you know, people say it would be a computerized thing. I don't think that would work actually, because you need to see it visually to mm -hmm. connect those things, and it's a dynamic thing where they're changing the story. Yeah. So I bet yeah. I bet you the, the the Marvel Studios has like like an entire like you know how you can get that stuff like like a wall that's like dry erase or you can write yes. on. I bet you they have those. Oh yeah, that's that would be the way I would go. But anyway, um. We got Hawkeye, which is Hawkeye. going to be starting November 24th. We've talked about it before with like rumors, but that's exciting. Mm -hmm. An official date. Yeah. That's a lot. We've had a lot of uh, Disney well, Plus a lot TV. Of Marvel con yeah, a lot of Disney Plus content this year. Um, I think they are, they are still capitalizing on everybody being, a, being forced to stay at home. Yep. Uh, and that's a bit of sad news. This feels like it's going to go longer than we thought. Yeah. Everybody out there, get vaccinated. If if you know somebody that's not like like force them to somehow, yeah. figure out a way. Yeah, because it's this is the people that are getting sick and dying. They are unvaccinated largely. Yep. There are a few breakthrough infections, but those are that's how that's proof that vaccine works. Yep, like it's like nine. If you are vaccinated, ninety nine point nine nine percent of you will not have to go to a hospital. Mm -hmm. That's pretty not good. Have, yeah, that's that's how vaccines work. Yeah. That no, uh, the sad thing to me is it's uh children, because yeah. obviously if you're under children 12, you, you cannot them. you cannot get the vaccine. And uh mm -hmm. I saw this headline that in Texas that the children's ward is full. Yep. Yeah, that's not Texas, good. Florida, Mississippi, Alabama. Get your act together. Get vaccinated. Yeah. So even states where like our vaccine vaccination rates reasonably high we're, we're actually kind of close to california uh they said that our whole hospital our icu is now full so lots of places there's just too many people who have not had it yeah it's we need to get those numbers up to like 70 percent of you know of, of adult eligibility vaccinated yeah and right now most places are lingering between 50 and 60 so it's not a lot of people that continue to need to get vaccinated it's probably about 70 million nationwide right yeah well here's my appeal to you hey did you like seeing black widow in theaters i like seeing it in theaters. some some people saw it. you like having these theaters open they are going yeah. to close if that yeah they will a lot of things are about to close i think because mm. uh the way things are trending yeah so anyway um brie larson said that uh the uh sequel to captain marvel the marvels uh, has begun shooting. Oh yeah, so that's she, exciting. Yeah, she confirmed that in an interview for Sirius yeah. XM. She's waking up early, going out to film. Uh, this is really exciting. This, this project's interesting to me. That uh, this, I don't see how there's like a one-to-one -one correspondent with a comic run here. So this is an another case is, where they brought interesting yeah. characters together. So this is going to have her. It's supposed to have Miss Marvel in it. Yes. Uh, Miss Marvel, I believe they've been shooting this uh, Disney Plus TV show. Miss Marvel is uh, Kamala Khan. She's got completely different uh, character, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, powers than, than the original sort of Miss Marvel. So step, step back. Miss Marvel used to be Carol Danvers, same powers as Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel used to be a dude because, you know, you can't have a woman be Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. For the first 40 years of her existence. And then, they finally sort of retconned it to where she's Captain Marvel. 
that was like a big and comic arc where she decides that was a huge comic arc yeah, take the uh, name shout, shout out to uh i believe it's kelly decormick who wrote that um, who lives in portland oregon she does live in portland oregon she's a very good uh comic writer i believe she's writing some aquaman stuff right about now i'm sure it's excellent yeah she's oh, a really good writer and uh married too do you know this? this is a little bit of comic book trivia i do not know who she's married to. matt fraction matt fraction now matt fraction wow. dear listeners is the writer of the Hawkeye series, which this mm-hmm. new TV series is supposed to be based on, the, the Hawkeye comic yes. series. Mm-hmm. Right. That is a power so, uh, couple. That is a power couple. They, they need to get together and write something awesome, I think. Yeah, well, they seem to be doing well on their, their own, too. You know, fair enough, fair enough. Excellent. So, so yeah, so that's begun. That's kind of our news for the week. Uh, so we are jumping back into our rankings. Uh, so we are going from the bottom up. And this is... I think you and I would both agree this is kind of the last movie that's that's flawed, that's yep. not great. Um, I think there's some redeeming qualities to this movie, uh, but uh, it's not like, I'm not going to, I don't sit and watch this and, sh- and enjoy every minute of it. I sort of, you know, check out a little bit, and, you know, go load the dishwasher. It's, it's, a, it's a movie that, you know, you can put on and have in the background while you're ironing. Yeah, it's a good background movie. I- we we listed uh, Iron Man three as worse than this, but I actually think this is like a five A five B kind of thing. It's it's a, it was a coin flip. Yeah, I kind of like this one slightly better because I think the action scenes are just slightly better. But but there's some flaw. We're we're gonna talk about it. There's some flaws in this movie. So this movie is uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. So this is the next to last entry in the Marvel Phase two. Uh, and it is also the last Joss Whedon film mm-hmm. uh, in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And given everything that's happened with Joss Whedon in the last couple of years, I doubt very seriously he comes back to Marvel yeah. uh, for any reason. But, but yeah, so do we want to just get right into it? Let's, let's just start. We'll, we'll okay, start so talking we'll just start. about We're going to do kind of yeah. like a recap of the plot. And so I will say, um, so we begin, the Avengers have learned some intelligence. Uh, Loki's scepter is in the possession of a Baron Von Strucker. Baron Von Strucker is a longtime Avengers, Nick Fury, Captain America villain. Um, In a a fictional, well, in in the the country of Sokovia. Mm -hmm. Now, is Sokovia a city or a country? It's clearly a country. Yeah. Yeah. But sort of towards the end, it's sort of a, it's kind of a city. The size of it makes it look like a city. Yeah, and they refer to it at the end as a city as well. So oh. maybe it's like Sokovia, Sokovia, like a New York City, New York City. Could be. Uh, that is so. Later on, when we are introduced to Baron Zemo, he refers to Soko. He's like a Sokovian prince, which I would take to be a country. <laughs> yeah, I would too. So, but yeah. Well, anyway, it's small. It's small. Let Let's say it is a war torn country. Mm-hmm. We learned. So I think this first action scene is kind of cool. What did you think? So yeah. they're, they're attacking this sort of uh, this fortress in this snow forest, the snowy fortress. Um, you know, Iron Man's flying around, you know, shooting things and Thor's doing stuff and Hulk's on the rampage. Captain America's on a motorcycle. It's a pretty good scene. Yeah, it's it opens it's with a bang. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. You see all of their powers looking uh, different from each other. Yeah. And they're all doing different things. It's, it actually, it takes us, 
like basically from the end of the first Avengers right in here, where the idea is that they can all work together and be effective. Yeah. yeah. So Baron Strucker was originally introduced at the uh, end credits, post credit scene in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, which I believe is the, the, the film right before this one in hmm. the order of things. Um, and in that post credit scene, we learn that he has been experimenting on two twins, namely uh, the Maximoffs, Wanda and Pietro. Mm -hmm. uh, in the comics, these are uh, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, though they are not, neither are referred to by those names here uh, in large measure because I think it's because of the, the weird sort of uh, co-ownership of, the, of these two characters with, at the time, Fox, which owned the X-Men right. and, and Disney. Um, because we didn't actually see Wanda be referred to as the Scarlet Witch until... Uh, this most recent WandaVision show um, uh, after the Fox acquisition by Disney. Yeah, th this is like very much inside baseball. Mm -hmm. There's a, the only that's reason what we give you, but that's what we give you here on the unofficial. Yeah, we're giving uh, you the uh, details. Yeah, so you don't mm -hmm. have to read all this stuff because uh, we've already yeah. read it. So the Avengers are fighting all these hy Hydra thugs and um, Tony breaks into the, to the, uh, to the, the fortress they're trying to find Loki's scepter. The two twins have powers. Quicksilver, uh, Pietro is fast, really, really fast. And Wanda has magic powers. We don't really know what those, the extent of those powers are yet, but they're kind of psychokinetic, uh, telekinetic. She's got mind control. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they, they, they typically have been going more science-based. And so here- right her powers seem to be telekinesis and telepathy, right? Like right. that's those two things. Like, yeah. uh, and, the, and I think that they're derived from experiments with, at this, this moment, we think they're derived from experiments with the scepter, yes. the scepter. Yes. So anyway, so um, uh, Clint is hurt during this fight, uh, Hawkeye, and he yep. is uh, evac'd by Thor. Um, Captain America and Iron Man are in the fortress. They are the ones that are trying to get the scepter. Captain America comes across uh, Wanda, who he's like, okay, don't engage. She's got powers. Let's, let's leave her alone. Uh, he does subdue Strucker. Uh, Iron Man continues on. He finds the scepter. However, Wanda gets to him too and is able to sort of give him some sort of vision of the end of the Avengers, right? Right. And... Uh, so he sees this very dark scene where all the Avengers are killed and he thinks it's his fault. Right. Um, he's able to shake it off at the time and get the scepter, uh, you know, mission accomplished. Yay. And then we get the, I think that's when we get the opening credits. Right. We so finally see a pre credit it. scene. Yeah. yeah. It's like 20 minutes long or something like that. Yeah. It's a long pre credit scene. Yeah. It's a good scene. Um, <clears throat> I like the scene. This is, this is, if this movie were all like this, this would have been, you know, a top 10 movie in the right. MCU, but this was, this is not, this, it, it gets kind of weird. Right. Um, so one aside right now, what, so if we didn't see Winter Soldier leading up to this, so say we had only seen the first Avengers movie as, as a, you know, a, a casual Marvel fan. Right. Um, we're going to have no idea why they're looking for the scepter right yeah because the scepter shield has it yeah shield has the scepter we safe they why never, is it all of a sudden here they we never explain the, it <laughs> yeah we don't we don't get the fall of shield 
explained really well at all. Uh, we don't get any sort of background. Um, the intel, actually, and you should know this because you just recently watched the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. The mm -hmm. intel from actually comes from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Yep. That, you know, that so there was this link then to, to, to that TV show. Yep. Um, and Strucker, too. Because, Strucker's all over Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like in the background. He's not, I don't think he's actually in it, but. No, I think like, you see, you, know, you see the same actor. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So, so when we watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> Know, having the ability to watch all of these like not in a theater but like on demand mm -hmm. I, I made sure to, to play agent you know uh, age of ultron exactly at the right moment of when it says uh, there's a part where colson gets on the phone it's like you know activate the avengers and right and it's they make an assault on the compound like he's figured out where it is and then that's why they're on the motorcycles and doing all that stuff like he's told them okay. exactly where to go right yeah it was kind of Marvel's Rogue One moment with with Agents of Shield, and they didn't really capitalize on it. This know? is yeah, Agents of Shield. This is maybe the last time that they really connect Agents of Shield with the, yeah. the movies. Uh, they kind yeah. of split off after that, but it, it this is kind of fun. Now mm -hmm. I don't know how many people actually got to enjoy this because all of the things that you needed, you know, in a time when this stuff wasn't on demand to have seen. Yeah. and remembered it's, it's really a tricky. lot of it's a lot of stuff to sort of keep track of right you know a lot of people may have seen winter soldier which came out yeah uh just probably a few months before this yeah but but i'm sure you know i i actually don't know like which one made more at the box office but um winter soldier is a much better movie oh yeah yeah but oh, anyway <laughs> yeah so so a side over we get back to uh, Avengers headquarters. Um, so, you know, Tony's the money behind the Avengers, and but, uh, but Captain America is sort of the leader of the Avengers. It's kind of like the, the, the dynamic there. Um, Hawkeye, this is a weird sort of just introduce somebody because you know you want to introduce him later kind of moment. Mm -hmm. So we're going to injure Hawkeye and he's going to get some new skin sort of printed by a doctor i cannot remember her name yeah i don't uh, but she's a she's a, a bio sciencey person um there's lots of weird science in this movie mm -hmm. that's not even attempted at being explained other than the fact that it's just oh science yeah with a you know cap all capital letters and exclamation point yeah and some of the science we'll get into later like they should have done a better job of making up fake science <laughs> yeah there's there, there's ways to make it fake science that 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 make it sort of work, but yeah, it, yeah. So uh, they're planning a big party, yeah, right. So all the Avengers are invited, all the sort of side characters that we've introduced. So at this party, we get we get your roadies and we get your Sam Wilsons and uh, uh, Maria Hill is there. We don't get a we don't get anybody other. That's kind of the main group of them. We don't get uh, Nick Fury there. I don't think. No, no, no. Not at this point in time. Um, there's this odd thing where, you know, I think Tony, for some reason, isn't with Pepper here. <laughs> like, he's right. bragging about her. He's, there's a whole scene where he brags about Pepper and uh, Thor brags about, brags about uh, the last time we saw The last time we saw him, they were, they were very close. Yes. He had just, they had just saved each other from extremists. Right. And it looked like he was giving up being Iron Man forever. Yeah. And going to live happily ever after with Pepper. <laughs> And now all of a sudden he's back in the Iron Man suit and they're not together. No explanation. It was, it was clearly just a situation where they didn't have Gwyneth Paltrow under 
contract. I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. I think there's and the same thing is true. And the same thing is true with uh, Jane Foster and Thor. Oh yeah, so that one was a little. That one was a little less egregious of a mistake because uh, clearly Natalie Portman didn't want to have anything to do with right. anything. Right, right. Oh. But but this one's odd where they blew up all his suits. Like Tony, yeah. Tony is trying to make it really clear that he's done, <laughs> and there's no explanation given where that ending. Not only that, but we learned that he's created quote this Iron Legion. Yeah, which is this uh, basically a, a robot army mm-hmm. that's a, like a peacekeeping force. Uh, so he not only continued to make suits because he's got a nice one and he's, you know, making robot armies. Yeah. That's, which is, which is, which is fortunate from a plot standpoint, because otherwise Ultron spoiler alert, wouldn't be able to do much without a robot army. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, um, so they get the scepter, Bruce and Tony are going to work on the scepter, uh, before this party. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, the scepter is going to go back with Thor to Asgard for some reason. Yeah, because nothing ever gets lost from Asgard, except for everything. But yeah, Every, everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, setting that aside, um, they have it for a few days, so they're doing experiments on it. Um, uh, but they have a secret. You know, they are secretly working to map the artificial intelligence um, they discover in this gem in the scepter. Uh, onto a program that they've been working on. They call it Ultron. Mm. Why do we think they call it Ultron? Well, because we know that Ultron's a big enemy of the Avengers. Yeah, from the- why, yeah. so it was in the script is why they're yeah. going to call it Ultron. Um, it's a peacekeeping initiative to help keep the safe the planet safe from uh, alien invasion. Yeah. So, so that's where we're at. So just accept that that's where we're at. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so in a classic, you know, this has happened... Anytime you have like a mad scientist in a movie, um, Ultron awakens mm-hmm. this AI. He destroys Jarvis because Jarvis was the one that was sort of trying to sort of format everything because Tony doesn't do anything. He just lets Jarvis do everything. Yeah. Um, so the Avengers are still partying while this all this is going on. <clears throat> um, Bruce and Natasha, mm-hmm. they got a thing going on. Oh, yeah. It's cute. They're... it's it's cute i kind of wish they had actually explored that even further yeah outside of this movie we don't get any of that really any other like there's one little sort of in and i think it's a infinity war they sort of say hello yeah yeah and it's like there's a moment there but it's like that's it fleeting yeah. um and uh so and then there's this cool scene and i kind of this was a you know, it's a, it's a total throwaway scene. You don't need this for the plot of the movie. Yeah. But where everybody tries to lift Mjolnir. Yep. That's kind of fun. Um, and uh, Captain America makes it move a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, and Thor and, gives a look. Like, and Thor gives a look like he's like, oh, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I knew yeah. all along you wouldn't be able to do it. But yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a knowing sort of, he was worried that Captain America would be the one to be able to do it. Because yeah. he knows the movie. Yeah, a little bit of foreshadowing for the, the future. Yeah, a little bit of foreshadowing to Endgame. So um, Ultron, mm-hmm. remember Ultron? Oh, yeah. Um, he uses the Iron Legion to attack the Avengers. Now, for some reason, like, he puts himself in one of the robots that's not fully put together. Yeah, like a half robot. Why did robot. he do that? Like, I don't what, know. It was like, uh, it just looks like he's, like, half made. Like, because there was a whole group of 
Iron Legion robots that were all together. Yes. Up uh, like in the lab. I have no idea. And this this is like we talked about this, alluded to this a little earlier. This movie isn't the best written. And that's one of the things where like, yeah, you know, we don't like to always say that everything has to be logical, but it should make sense within the context of the movie. Right. And this doesn't using all because, of the laws that they gave us. Right. Doesn't make it because sense. every other time we see Ultron in a robot body. Yep. He is in like the biggest, baddest body of all the robots that are around him. Right. Right. He's got Iron Legion robots everywhere. He's always in this big ass body. Yep. Now, this is the one time where he's in like this, like, for lack of a better term, like a crippled robot. Yeah. Right. It's like he's limping for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so. it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so anyway, he fights the Avengers and we get a nice little fight scene in mm-hmm. uh, Avengers Tower. Uh, they're able to defeat all of the robots, but one of them gets away with the scepter. Mm-hmm. So the scepter's lost again. Yeah. Um, they really, they're bad at keeping them separate. separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we think the Avengers, so the Avengers think he's like um, all about global destruction. Yeah. Why? Uh, because. Yeah, just, just because. <laughs> just because. So so Ultron destroys Jarvis so they don't have like the internet. So they can still like Google stuff, but they don't have like access to all the information. Right. So they're trying to search for Ultron. He's like deleted all, like he's on the internet everywhere. He's looking for nuclear codes, but he can't get them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but apparently they were searching, they're going to search up records of the case that they're just doing about you know strucker and everything's in bankers boxes already mm-hmm. now when after you guys fin- finish a project mm-hmm. at your work you might go and you might put like a hard copy into a banker's box right yeah but it's usually not you know the next day oh yeah <laughs> it's usually it's usually like maybe six months we're like you know what we don't need those binders anymore let's go ahead and put those into bankers box yeah right but according to the Avengers, they just, they pack all that crap up right away. So they're all, everybody's looking through banker's boxes and they find a file of Ulysses Claw. Yep. A classic Marvel villain. Um, uh, originally, I think of an enemy of Ant-Man. Hmm. But uh, Ulysses Claw, uh, he's got a Wakandan tattoo mm. on his neck. Mm-hmm. The brand, actually, not a tattoo. There's a there's a there's a distinction apparently. Yeah. And so they're thinking, oh, okay, Ultron's going after all of Wakandan's vibranium. Right. So we got our first mention of vibranium. Yep. And film. Wakanda. And Wakanda. Pretty, pretty cool. We we, we got yeah. a little bit in. Oh, uh, we had some. Yeah, that's Avenger. right. Yeah. So because yeah. we know that uh, Captain America's shield is is what is is uh, vibranium. I don't yeah. know if we, they mentioned Wakanda though. They mentioned Wakanda actually in Winter Soldier. I think you see it okay. on the screen somewhere. I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So Avengers go to Africa. So it's a nice trip. Yep. Uh, they go on safari, and then the movie ends. No. No. Um, so Ultron has now enlisted the help of the Maximoffs, mm-hmm. uh, Wanda and um, Pietro. Uh, they uh, hate the Avengers because they. Um, we've talked about this when we talked about Wandavision, but. Um, they were, their family was killed by a Stark bomb, mm-hmm. uh, and they nearly were killed by another, by a missile that didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, 
So Ultron gets the vibranium from Claw. Uh, they, for some reason, he gets, uh, he's, he's an emotional robot. This yeah. is something that's not clear why he is an emotional robot, but he's an emotional robot. <laughs> yes. And he gets angry with Claw and cuts his arm off, which is a thing that plot forward moves it. And yeah, right. he, he has to get a mechanical arm later. But that's the last we see of Claw. Yeah. Um, Avengers arrive at this uh, uh, dealio where they're getting vib- vibranium and they all fight. So we've, we've, got, we've got Tony fights one of the Ultron robots and then um, Wanda and Pietro fight the other Avengers. Right. The other Avengers minus Hulk at this moment. Right. <clears throat> so Wanda goes all mind control over all those Avengers, except for Clint. Clint is able to avoid mind control this Avengers movie. Mm. Um, so each of them sort of sees like some sort of dark moments from their past, something they regret, something that they're traumatic, like a traumatic experience kind of. Yeah. Except for Thor. Thor kind of sees the future. Yeah, he's he's starting to have. He calls it later on like Ragnarok. Like he has a sense of Ragnarok. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, it's it weird. Like a party. And... It looks like a party. I don't know why he decided to call that Ragnarok. He's like, oh, I think Ragnarok's gonna be this big party. Um, yeah, I don't. He sees the future. Yeah. So so it gets. So this is where the plot starts to get starts to go off the rails a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Off screen, we also learn that Hulk gets wanded too. Yep. She comes to him. And then he goes on a rampage. Right. Um, and uh, all of the other Avengers are incapacitated. So Tony has to fight Hulk. Yeah. Now, this is an awesome action scene. Mm-hmm. So Tony calls in Veronica, which is this uh, device to try to, um, to, try to uh, subdue the Hulk. It doesn't work. He then gets this big Hulkbuster armor. It's awesome looking. Yep. Um, so they're both about the same size and they fight through this African town, whichever African town they're in. Um, and uh, they destroy a bunch of the city and eventually uh, he's able to knock out the Hulk and uh, they all get back on the jet and they um, yeah. flee, yeah. defeated. It's a scene um, made to sell toys because that yes. Hulk Buster armor is really cool. It is. I think my son has at least three Lego versions of, of the Hulk Buster armor. So mm. it worked. Yeah. Um, so they retreat to a safe house, which is strangely Hawkeye's house with a pregnant wife and two other kids. Yeah. Because everybody knew that Hulk, that Hawkeye was a family man. Yeah. <laughs> now in the comics, I think we've even mentioned this before. Hawkeye is like the, like, the 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 roguish of the cads like he is yeah. totally like he has he has bedded down nearly every female superheroine in the marvel universe yeah he's mr single guy so this yeah. is a real departure that the yeah. mcu took uh, character wise to make him a uh a, a dad yeah just odd but um so at at the at the cabin in the woods uh, we get kind of our first inkling of a of a real sort of conflict between Captain America and Iron Man, mm-hmm. really kind of about the the way of the the way the Avengers are going to be, yeah, like what the Avengers are supposed to be. Uh, by the way, at this point in time, 
Cap's really right. <laughs> oh yeah. I, we just saw uh Ultron and that was all that's Tony's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And Cap's right. And Cap is in an amazing extra medium t-shirt. Yeah. Looks awesome. He's uh, split, splitting the wood, right? Splitting the wood. He splits the wood with just his fingers and his arms. I mean, yeah. it's great. Um, uh, we get an intimate moment between Natasha and Bruce mm -hmm. that is also fleeting. And then uh, uh, Thor goes off to take a bath. Yeah. Um, this entire interlude is super weird. It really is. Uh, it's kind of boring. Yep. Um, and uh, I wrote here in the, it's, it's like a Band-Aid for the middle of the movie of, of the movie plot that really needed like, like surgery to sort of fix yeah. it. And this is just like a, like a Band-Aid. It's like, so, oh, this will stop the bleeding. Yeah. So I, I saw an interview with, uh, it's probably Whedon, who said that like he really fought to get the scene into the movie because he wanted more character moments. Um, I don't know if it works. <laughs> like I am all for more character moments. I mean, again, one of my favorite Disney Plus TV shows is basically all character development. It was mm -hmm. WandaVision, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's when uh, Marvel works really well when they have the time to do that. That being said, uh, the problems in this movie are not with where we needed to slow things down. We just needed to have the plot be clear. Yeah. Yeah. That was the problem here. Um, so we get our first Nick Fury appearance. Hey, he's back. He arrives. Yay. He gives him a pep talk. Yeah. And they make plans. Sure. Um, nothing happens to, to make them go out the door and say, oh, we've got to do this, this, and this. Yeah. But they just, they, they realize that they need to do that at this point. Yeah. It's weird. Um, so Tony is going to go to the nexus of the internet mm. in Oslo mm. uh, to find out who's been blocking Ultron's access to the nuclear codes. Okay. Um, there's so many things wrong with that sentence. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if we should just, we should just let it sit there for a moment and just come back to it later. Yeah. Maybe we have lots to say. Okay. But yeah. I'll, maybe I'll just read it again. Yeah. Tony is going to the nexus of the internet. <laughs> okay. And then I wrote parenthetically, really uh, <laughs> in Oslo to find out who has been blocking Ultron's access to the nuclear codes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Captain America with Hawkeye and Black Widow go to the skin printing scientist. Who's apparently it's South Korea, right? Where she's at, I think. Uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Because they think Ultron is going to go try to make a body out of vibranium. Uh huh. Uh, uh, I don't know why they just sort of infer that. They just sort of think that. Yeah. yeah. They just they, they just intuit it. Yeah. Um, I still don't know why they think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, uh, but they're right. Sure. Uh, okay. You know, and why those not? Three, <laughs> and those three fight a bunch of Ultrons. Yeah. Uh, and enlist the help of the Wax Maximoffs, who turned on Ultron by this point. Because once the, the skin printing lady starts to make a body for Ultron out yeah. of vibranium, Wanda can uh, read it. Oh. Like, because she's got my uh, telepathy, telepathy. Yeah, so she couldn't do it before. But she now. Do it before. She couldn't figure out what, what Ultron was up to. Now she can, and she knows that Ultron wants to destroy the world, destroy yes. all the people in the world. Yep. So the Maximovs uh, uh, are no longer with um, Ultron. Mm -hmm. So they're going to help the Avengers. Okay. Even though they hate Tony Stark. Like That's we, right. We've established that. Right. That's right. But, but they're going to they hate Tony Stark first, but now they hate Ultron. Okay. So they're going to help the Avengers because there's only those two sides. 
That's it. That's the they couldn't go two, off on their own, even though they're all, super powerful. They're super, yes, super powerful. Super, super powerful. They could go do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. But they're gonna they 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 fight with Captain America. No, they don't fight with Captain America, they fight on his side. Yes. And then um so uh the Avengers are able to get the it's called a cradle. I don't know why they're calling it a cradle, but it's yeah. like a like a casket of the Ultron body. Yeah. It has the gem, the, the gem in it. Mm-hmm. And they're able to get that, but they lose Natasha in this right. Not she's not dead, but she's kidnapped. Right. I don't know why the Ultrons decided to stop fighting and just take Natasha, but you know. They did. And I also don't know why they yeah, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So um everybody understand where we're at? Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so Hawkeye and, and Captain America get the cradle uh, that Ultron is using to make uh, the body uh, back to Avengers he- headquarters, where Tony is back from um, the nexus of the internet. Uh, <laughs> Bruce is there, um, and uh, Tony wants to wake up the whatever it is for some reason for reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cap's like, "No, uh, we shouldn't do this." So they fight, and there's a they, there's a shield thrown. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor thunders in. Yeah. Hey oh. Hey oh. Uh, uh, because he learned in his magic bath uh, <laughs> that something we don't know what he learned. Right. We just know there was a magic bath and there was electricity. Yes. So we don't know what he learned, but he goes and he, you know, uses the power of thunder and yeah. lightning and and wakes up. Um, this body that was in there and it's the vision mm-hmm. great yep well i mean um, it is great because we like it vision. is great because vision's awesome yeah but um yeah so um we learn from thor because this is another thing that you know he has to tell the avengers uh that the stone that's in um vision's forehead is one of the six infinity stones, which are six singularities in the universe that have near unlimited power. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this one happens to be the mind stone, though I don't think we learned that in this movie. We just. I think you're right. I think we only know that by Infinity War. Yeah. So it's now in Vision's head. Uh, they learn because uh, Natasha was able to tap on something. Mm-hmm. That uh, that uh, Ultron's in Sokovia. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye is able to hear it because it's because apparently it's old school spy stuff. Sure. That's what is what Tony called it or something. Um so yeah. Um so she doesn't have a device or anything, and nope. she's able to tap on a, a like a pipe or something. Pipe. Was I... yeah, and so he was able to hear it like three thousand miles away. Yeah, somehow. That's right. Um so anyway, so yeah, so we so Ultron's back in Sokovia. It honestly would have been better had like a TV screen just opened up and Ultron said, hey, I'm in Sokovia. Yeah, you might as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would have been a better sort of plot point other than I'm tapping on a bar uh, like a like a metal bar in a a prison with no device. It's not connected to anything that 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 Clint's going to hear. At this point, also, I don't quite remember why she's alive. Mm hmm. Uh, Ultron did seem to be. He Ultron has... wants to kill the Avengers. Right. So why not? Why didn't kill... he kill her first? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Yeah, I don't know if it's explained, but anyhow, no. 
he does he does kind of say i'm glad that you're awake because i wanted someone to talk to and then it's the scene where he like you know it's his old big body and then the the new big body comes up mm-hmm. behind it and breaks it and it's like yeah you know, so he's yeah. in a big vibranium body now right okay sure um Wait, he's not his isn't vibranium because that's the vision's body. Like, wasn't that the body, the body right, he wanted right. to be he's in? It's just a bigger be body, right? So, right, right, right. so he's still in a steel, a, presumably steel. It's like another it's one. It's just that, bigger. It's just yeah. big and pop more powerful, apparently. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, this um, movie. <laughs> so the Avengers prepare for a big fight. We get a nice little Captain America rah 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 speech. You know, like yep. gather everything you need. You know, da 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 that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, they all arrive. They all they arrive for a big fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Bruce is going to f- free Natasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest fight Ultron. Uh, Vision is is part of the Avengers now. Yep. Um, and he can also lift Mjolnir for some reason. For reasons. Yeah. He's he's um, worthy. Yes. He just uh, is. He just is. Um, he's able to burn Ultron out of the internet. Yes. Somehow. <laughs> you you know what that's you know what that is. That's like when um, like Beyonce wanted an image removed from the internet. So uh-huh. that's, that's exactly what he's doing there. Right. He just, he so, just burned I mean, it off he, the internet. Did he just like, did he just literally just break his Wi-Fi? Is that what he did? <laughs> that, but, he's, he's, he, but he's still able to like communicate with all the other Ultron robots. True. So he still so maybe has it was Wi-Fi. Just like he, just, he, just, he, just, he, just, he just cut off his ISP, I think. What it is. So everybody <laughs> is still Comcast. on like a local network. Yeah, he got he got Comcast <laughs> mad at him. Like, oh no, what am I gonna do? That's it. I, was, um, I guess I can't get on any other way. Yeah, it's like because it's like when your internet's down, but you can still like print on your wireless printer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, so everybody fights Ultron. Uh, Sokovia starts rising into the atmosphere because we find out where the other bits of vibranium that Ultron mm-hmm. had. He created a. You take over and explain the science on this. Oh gosh, <laughs> science like a like an engine of some sort that lifts it, it lifts all of Sokovia into the atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, it's tied to the middle of Sokovia with like yeah. So he's gonna lift up the entire city because it's clearly mm-hmm. a city now. It's not a nation. Yes, it's gonna lift up a city, and then it's gonna get to a certain level of height. Yes. And then he's going to reverse the engines and go really fast back down into the earth and that's going to kill everybody. Right. It's so large that it's like an asteroid in size so that he could destroy the whole earth by crashing the city down back onto the planet. Right. That's that's the idea. That's the idea. Um, so he was looking for nuclear codes the entire movie. We learned that. And we yes. learned... oh. We look. We don't. We learn. We do learn from Tony because he tells the rest of the Avengers later uh, that at the Nexus he learned that Jarvis was actually still on the internet. Right. He thought Jarvis was dead, killed by and, Ultron, and, but he wasn't. Yeah, and that he and then the voice of Jarvis is is his vision. But yeah. um, but the, he was the, Jarvis was the one that was blocking Ultron from the nuclear mm-hmm. codes. Now, if he were able to get the nukes, would he have just used those? Yes, I, th- I think that was the idea, right? Why couldn't he just build his own freaking nukes? Yeah, he's really good at building stuff, huh? He built a machine that lifts a city up into the <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah. I would think that he could have built a couple of nukes, which would have killed a lot of people. Yeah, anyway. that, that would have been good. Yeah, he also has this army of robots 
which yeah. the Avengers can't be everywhere at once. You could just mm-hmm. directly kill lots of people. That yeah. also would work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I will say there's a big, huge fight. This is an awesome fight scene. Oh, yeah. It's fight cool. scenes back to back to back. Like we get, you know, this fight in this church and then it spreads out to the city. The Avengers are trying to save all the people. Mm-hmm. We get the arrival of S.H.I.E.L.D. and a big helicarrier. Right. Uh, we get, we get. Um, Which is get, another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. Reference. Yeah. Yeah. The helicarrier. Like, how do they have a helicarrier without S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, oh, turns out that uh, Coulson was secretly diverting funds to make a helicarrier just in case <laughs> they needed one. And here right. they happen yeah. to need one. And they never use it for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They just use it for Age of Ultron. So yeah. that's some serious, uh, you know, <laughs> devotion. That's some serious subservience as a TV show to a, to the movie franchises. Well, okay, and let's also think about it like this, you know, in, in the context of the movie, it's like, oh yeah, of course, uh, Nick Fury happened to pull up another um, <laughs> helicarrier out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we saw three of them crash into DC right. <laughs> in Winter Soldier. So a secret one was getting made for no mm-hmm. reason, like. Hey, we might need this. Let's just make it for a rainy day kind of thing. By an organization that no longer exists. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so some of the highlights. So, we get uh, uh, Natasha tur- turns Bruce into the Hulk. Yep. Um, Iron Man flies around and tries to uh, science the floating city. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot, a lot of sciencing. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of talking about science. Yeah. Seeing scientific words, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then his new AI, which is, I think, called Friday. Yes. Uh, tells him that's not going to work that's going to kill x amount of people that's not going to work because of gravity that kind of thing um we get a uh we get the shield helicarrier we get uh clint has actually had a really nice scene with wanda Mm -hmm. which i think was very poignant and kind of really heartfelt yeah this this is one of clint's better movies yes like you kind of shame that it's such a mess I know, <laughs> but you, you start to understand why Clint is on the team because like yeah. the, the joke is all the time of like, wait, why do you have Natasha and Clint on the Avengers? Or at least Clint, because he's just, he's even just using a, you know, a bow and arrow. Why doesn't um, he use he a gun? He speaks about that. Like, yeah. yeah, why doesn't he have like a machine gun or a bazooka? You could um, also use the arrows and still have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that would be oh, okay. Can, yeah. You can have like a sidearm. Yeah. Um, we get the, the I think a, an all-time great uh captain america speech where he's he's talking to everybody and he's like if you if they hurt you hurt them back if you die walk it off yeah (laughs) you know that was great good times um uh thor is mostly useless in this fight he should be really good here should be but he's not i mean he yeah um quicksilver r.i.p dies yeah saving clint and and a small child Mm -hmm. Uh, Iron Man figures out that they can st- destroy the city if they can get everybody off of it. Right. Uh, so the flying city and, and, and save the world. Uh, Vision saves Wanda and Vision actually destroys the last Ultron. Yep. Uh, they do destroy the, the city um, spectacularly yep. with a big explosion. They break it into small pieces so it cannot destroy yeah, so the Earth? Impact, yeah. yeah, I guess. Sure. That's how it works. They do it by creating a, he, he calls it a heat seal and we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, they win. The heroes win, guys. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Ultron is defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I do appreciate: uh, if you ever read an Ultron story in the comics, there's always like the last panel is always like some extra copy of Ultron gets yeah. filed away somewhere. 
and it always comes back because Ultron is like a bad penny. He never goes away. Yeah. He's a, uh, in, in the comics, he is a uh, like universal level threat. Like he's somehow everywhere, even though he yeah. doesn't have, like he's just a AI intelligence. Right. Somehow but he does all so this. it's so hard to completely destroy him because he's always making copies of himself. Right. A little bit like Voldemort. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we end the movie with uh, Thor leaving Earth to find out more about Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony has left the Avengers for good this time, it seems. Maybe? Oh, totally. Totally for good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Cap leads a new team of uh, he, Black Widow, Falcon, Wanda, War Machine, and Vision. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly the way it's going to be from here on out. Yeah, going forward. There's not going to be, it's going to be hunky-dory and, 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 you know, butterflies and yeah. moonbeams. Yeah. So, uh, initial thoughts. What are our, what are our initial thoughts? <laughs> um, the action scenes are really good. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, if, if all you had were clips of the action scenes, yeah, that's pretty good. That this works. is a good. This is like anybody that's ever watched the Transformers movies and see the Transformers trying to fight one another, and it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just like a ball of like metal. Yeah, that are just, just rolling around on the earth. This one's really like you get to see like. It's almost like a like a kung fu movie with robots. Yeah, yeah. Choreography is really good. It it works. Um, this is this is such a. There's so many classic moments mm-hmm. in this film in terms of harkening back to comics. Um, you know, Ultron. Ultron's probably the biggest Avengers villain of all time, mm-hmm. arguably. Um, we get our vision. We have Ulysses Claw, which is a like a 1960s character. Um, such a 1960s character. He's like he's got like a a, a robot arm that, yeah. that shoots sound or something. Um, we get our Strucker, you know, mm-hmm. Baron von Strucker. All the barons, um, you know, you're you're talking about the 60s. Yeah. Um, we got Wanda and the Vision. Yep. Um, and you know, so it's 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 very you know kind of leading up to getting getting to some level of classic Avengers. Mm-hmm um pieces now let's let's talk about some flaws oh yeah yeah here we go Uh, you can start (laughs) all right so we talked about this before if you only saw avengers one you're like oh i'm just gonna see movies called avengers yes avengers one two three um this doesn't make any sense when you start it you're like wait they just had the scepter what why did they need to get it that's right yeah and i think and up to this point if you wanted to just watch Iron Man movies, mm-hmm. one, two, three, you're fine. Yeah. You, you could totally watch all two, three. All, the movies one, are two, designed three. that way. Yeah. Two's no good, but, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Captain America, if you just want to watch Captain America movies, up to this point, yeah. you're fine. You don't have to have seen Avengers. No. Uh, Thor. You could mm-hmm. watch the two, the two Thor movies. At two Whoa. That, I don't know why you'd want. I don't know why you want to, but you could. You could. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this one you have to have watched something outside of its own sort of stream. Yeah, and, and not only that, I will say your enjoyment of this almost more so now than even back then. Like if you had seen Agents of Shield, I think you really enjoy this movie a lot more because mm-hmm. the lead up is yeah. is pretty fun. You get yeah. a lot more context. Uh, I I did not 
I did not know about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the time, so I hadn't yeah. watched it. So I just watched it and I was like, okay, I guess this is, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. And I think I ended up seeing Winter Soldier after this because uh, in real life, they were only separated by a few months. Yeah, if you just happen to not go to the theater but then watch this one in the theater, yeah, yeah. it would be very confusing. It was very confusing because <clears throat> I actually saw this, like I think, on a plane again. So then I saw Winter Soldier later on on DVD. But once they hit DVD, you don't know what order you're going to see it in. Yeah. So it's the first one. I think it's the first MCU product where you just sort of started it with by crash, scratching your head if you hadn't been up on everything. Yeah. Um, so Tony is worried when he's thinking about creating Ultron. Mm-hmm. He's worried about everybody coming at him with the, like, you know, don't take these risks, don't do these, don't, don't, don't meddle into things you don't understand sort of idea. Yeah. Had we had any of those yet? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. He's, he's totally making up a, 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 an art. He's a, it's a straw man. Yeah. He's put up a straw man. He said, yeah. I don't want to have to answer any questions. So I'm just going to do this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, isn't he a CEO also? Like, isn't that he like is. part of the job? To, like get input from lots of different people. Mm-hmm. And he's a uh, scientist. He should want peer review. <laughs> yeah this makes no sense and we've established already that like he does talk to other scientists mm-hmm. right he even in this fictional world there's no scientist knows every brand of science. i just know all the science like that yeah. doesn't that's not at how the it end works. of the movie he says that that uh that bruce needs to actually put uh to do the thing with the vision because he's like you know bioorganics better than anybody yeah which is a, 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 a stupid sentence it's bioorganic. Stu- First of all, bioorganics is is from the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and this is again where they don't even fit into their own fiction. So they yes. do a much better job of this later on in yes. in like Infinity War and, and well, Endgame really does it well with the yeah. like th- this is what Bruce is about. Bruce is about radiation. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> the comics make that super clear and the movies yeah. for the most part until they don't want to always make that clear it's like hey i'm just i'm a radiation dude and that's what yeah. i know mm-hmm. in fact that's that's how he was brought in in the avengers right he's gonna find the radiation of the the tesseract yep um so there's way too much movie there's way too much stuff going on in this movie yeah like like we introduce so many characters so we have the rise and <laughs> we have the origin rise and downfall of a villain yeah right uh we have three new avengers thankfully <laughs> yes. one of them dies yeah <laughs> um and and that's not count i'm not counting roadie and falcon either right i'm talking about vision wanda and quicksilver mm-hmm. um and then we get our we get our planting of the seeds of the civil war where everybody hates tony mm-hmm. um but then strangely enough in civil war he's on the side of the government which is dumb mm-hmm. um we have, a, we have all these creepy hallucinations that Wanda causes that really only seem to affect Tony and Thor long term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Wanda's, I mean, uh, Natasha's fine, Clint's fine, or not Clint, but uh, Steve's fine, yeah. Bruce is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have an intro of Claw yep. as a future villain of Black Panther. That's just, it's just all the introductions. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to keep track of all. I mean, we are nerds and I've, been confused by this movie for a decade yeah so so just like how i thought um the introduction of black widow in iron man 2 and it's not nearly as egregious as here it was like that that's putting a weight on the movie 
Yeah. Like the, the, the needs to service the greater MCU hurts the movie. This one really gets hurt by the needs of the MCU. You're absolutely right. This is, there's too, there's just too much going on. Yeah. Um, I don't like the luck of Ultron in this movie. Yeah. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. He kind of sucks. <laughs> I, I kind of, I mean, the CGI is good. Yeah. He, he's, I, I kind of prefer, so in the classic Ultron, he looks like an ant. Yeah. Uh, and that's because in the classic, uh, in the comics, Ultron is not created by Tony Stark, but he's created by Hank Pym, who's Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so he looks like an ant. He doesn't have a moving mouth. He's just got like a flashing light when he's talking where his mouth should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of would, would have preferred that. He's a robot. I don't need to see his lips moving. It yeah. doesn't make sense. He doesn't have vocal cords. He doesn't need to purse his mouth to create sounds. It's like this, this, it was, it was unnecessarily creepy. Yeah. It, it's a, they've got a pretty good actor with uh, James, yeah, Spader, James right? Spader. And James Spader apparently did not just the voice, but also like they put him in the CGI outfit and he did the motion for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of a waste. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's got a great voice. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of little things that Ultron does too that are just like, why would a robot do that? Mm. Yeah, you got you got to explain to me why the robot is the way that he is before you can just say that a robot forgets the word children. Yeah, robots don't forget things. Yeah, they just don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> so um, do we want to talk about Thor's magic bath? <laughs> why does he have a magic that this is another like okay they had to introduce so many things and like why does he need the i better go to my magic bath i mean like the Mm -hmm. the asgardians always seem to do these weird like old guy stuff like you know odin had to take his magic nap his big nap his odin sleep yeah a a thor Thor finds a magic bath um, why did he need Sel- er- Dr. Eric Selvig for this? I don't know. He just wanted to have someone there. He didn't want to <clears> be guess. alone. Uh, why doesn't he ever go back to this magic bath? Mm-hmm. It, it taught him about the infinity stones. Could he like, could he go back to the bath and say, okay, can you tell me where the infinity stones are right now? Like, where are they? Yeah. That, that, that'd be good. Or, um, why why didn't he Odin? tell any of the other <laughs> Avengers? Like he leaves. Yeah. He could have said to Captain America, oh, by the way, there's this magic bath. Go take you a bath. Need to find, yeah, go take a bath. Yeah. Get some stuff. You know, you can learn stuff. Yep. You know, yeah. Totally. It'll fine. help you later. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the dumbest part of what it what was a really dumb movie from a plot standpoint. I yeah. think I think it's clear that the magic bath was just just terrible. <laughs> Ma- magic bath, not not winning. Yeah. I think I think Whedon was trying to do like a Star Wars Empire Strikes Back thing where like the different heroes are on different journeys. Okay, right? and they, so he needed something for Thor to do. So he's he got to take a bath. Take a bath. I, just, I don't understand. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's get into some of these bad fake explanations for things. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. So we've got the nexus of the internet. <laughs> okay, I was thinking at first, it's in Oslo. I was like, all right, are they confusing this with the birthplace of the internet? But that's in Switzerland. Right, CERN. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing there. There's look, come on, man. Like <laughs> the internet. Like a lot of us have to deal with it all the time, and it's yeah. the whole point is it's decentralized. The whole point that it's everywhere. Every, right. every, every the internet goes through everywhere, and 
we have operated within the MCU as if that's a case that that's the case. Yeah. Like in Winter Soldier, uh, Natasha and Steve go into an Apple store and do some spy shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Internet cafe. Yeah. And an internet cafe. No, at an Apple store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and they're able to like like discover all kinds of cool stuff at an Apple store. The internet it. doesn't yeah. work the way that they're talking about here. Just Better go to the internet. The Nexus. Before. Yeah. Does yeah. Whedon not use the internet? Is this the problem? <laughs> like, who would write th- here? Okay, so here, here's the thing. Most of us, the vast majority of us, are not theoretical physicists. So you could right. make something up about time travel or about something with wormholes or whatever. I'll buy it because that's yeah. that's like a point one percent of the Earth knows what that. Really I didn't. So Endgame when he does the whole like 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 the like trying to figure out time travel and he says, mm-hmm. "Hey, maybe do an, an inverted Mobius strip." Sure. I was like, okay. I, th- I was like, Why genius. Not? He's sure. brilliant. I yeah. believed it. It was fine. Right. I don't need, I don't need like, he doesn't need to do the math for me. Right. But he does need to have something that makes some logical sense. Well, we've heard of a Mobius strip. So you just added some more words. So you've taken something that like kind of went within our grasp and you've made it fantastic enough. They're like, oh, okay. That, I mean, that's what good sci-fi is. It's like right out of the realm of what we right. know, mm-hmm. the average viewer. Now, Nexus of the internet. Come on, we all know what the internet is. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Whatsoever. Don't, don't, just don't do it. <laughs> doesn't yeah. he? Did, and also, plot-wise, why did he have to go there? No, and that comes up to maybe one of my biggest sort of uh, uh, bugaboos that we'll get to in a little bit. But um, yeah. just like there's so much information that the actual stuff happens off camera, yeah. and then there's the next scene is just one of the characters telling you about it. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, ultimately, we destroy Sokovia with a heat seal. <laughs> sure. What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. And how is that different? So one of the ideas was like, if we just hit it with Thor, right? That we would destroy the the thing, and right. then, but then, but that was bad. We couldn't do that. We couldn't but reverse now it. Yeah, yeah. We're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. With a heat. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, how does vibranium help Ultron send the city up into the sky? I have no idea. So, <laughs> so okay, the much better movie is uh, Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther really sets the rules for what vibranium can do. In yes. fact, we even had the idea of what vibranium can do in Captain America, the, the first Avenger. Right. Uh, none of that makes any sense. Vibranium can just do this thing here with send yeah. the city up. No, it has like it has kinetic potential yes but you have to hit it with a power source right yeah it makes no sense and vibranium in you know we we see the things it could do and like this is again we've set up the rules for what this thing can do yeah or i didn't set it up you set it up joss whedon decided that this was um he was just going to change everything yeah for no reason whatsoever no reason it's it it does i mean so much of this movie doesn't make sense yeah um so this is a, a minor thing, but mm-hmm. you know we've seen we've seen so many movies with you know artificial intelligence goes bad and tries to kill humanity. Mm-hmm. Let's do something a little different with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Th- this whole idea of like, okay, your rule is you w- you're supposed to be the protector, maybe of like the Earth. So the only way to protect the Earth is to destroy all the humans or something mm-hmm. like that. That's always the conclusion every AI seems to take. Right. right. Yeah. Which is the one that he took. It's um, so lazy at this point yeah. in time. 
in the comics, at least there Ultron has got sort of like an Oedipal complex a little yeah. bit. And there's a little bit of, you know, he needs to sort of become and both destroy his father. Right. That there, there, there's, there's some stuff you could have done. Yeah. Which is but. just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so this is, this is my biggest flaw, I think, that I kind of came up with. But just there's so many scenes where it, it, it's the show's got a, the movie's got a huge show me, don't tell me problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you and I are both huge Ted Lasso fans. Yes. Um, the pilot episode is amazing where the first five minutes you get, you find out what an awesomely nice person Ted Lasso is. Mm-hmm. And it's not a character saying, oh, he's the nicest person I know. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever says that in the show. No, you don't. Yeah. You, no one ever says that Ted Lasso is nice. Yeah. Um, they, you just see him doing nice things. Yes. yes. He shows that he's nice. Yeah. Right. So this movie. So <clears throat> why don't we see? So we learn that uh, Ultron is going around attacking tech buildings and he kills Strucker. Mm-hmm. Why don't we see that? We just we just learn about it third hand, second hand. Yeah, well, um, which is really egregious. Again, one of the things that makes this enjoyable is following Agents of Shield, where you had Strucker as established, and then to just yeah. kill him off without. Yeah, without even a scene. Yeah, we don't, he gets killed off off screen. Yeah, it's like it's like you know, it's like Richard the Third dying off screen. You don't do that. Yeah, he's got to die out front of everybody, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um. We learn about the nexus of the internet. What 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 what's a what what's a Tony learn from the rep- the nexus of the internet? We learn later. Yeah, he tells us. We don't learn anything from Thor's magic bath. Yeah. he tells us about it. Yeah. Why can't we learn? Why can't we see the the stuff happen yeah. on screen rather yeah. than have somebody say something about it later? Yeah. Well, I, I can. I'll tell you why because. Uh... You almost can't depict this stuff on screen because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's, maybe, I, maybe, I think that's the but issue. at least, but at least, I mean, it was just infuriating, right? Like, if and if that's and, and and maybe that speaks to the bigger problem. Like, there's so much ridiculous exposition that has to happen, right? Because the the explanations are so ridiculous, right? Right? We 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 don't have anything that's coherent or makes sense, so we have to explain it, and we can't show it because showing it wouldn't make sense right i mean if that's 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 a flawed movie mm-hmm. um uh but just when we're able to see a character experience something rather than just hear about it afterwards mm-hmm. uh there's so much more of an emotional investment that you have as an audience i just think that they missed out on you know you could have made this movie even with ridiculous show me moments mm-hmm. um you could have made it 20 percent better by just showing versus having a character tell tell you about it later yeah i, I think the only problem is then that this movie is even longer and as yeah <laughs> no we, could so have, we probably could have cut out some stuff like like even though we talked about like the the scene where uh we were selling uh toys yeah um we probably could have cut out that scene <laughs> there's no reason for that scene there's really no reason isn't. for that scene I think that it's in there ostensibly so that the Hulk has a reason for the world to hate. Because, oh, we, did we even mention that the Hulk takes off in a Quinjet and just pieces out? We didn't, did we? No, we didn't. So <laughs> That totally Hulk happens. Leaves. Yeah, the Hulk, that, that leave, he leaves for reasons. 
Hulk, well, Hulk's sad because uh, the world is mad at Hulk. Like yeah. not not Banner's sad too, but Hulk himself is sad. Yeah, so, so he, he gets in there. The planet. Yep. And he just goes, and we don't <laughs> see him again till Ragnarok. Right. Ah, uh, that just this is yet another like crazy plot point they had to shove in here because it has to set up Ragnarok. And again, maybe this is the nexus of the MCU movie <laughs> where, every <laughs> where everything other... has to pass through it. Yeah. And for, it... for unnecessary reasons. Yeah. So it's like if, if any individual movie is a nice thread of string going from one point A to point B, this, this one unfortunately is like a spider web. And, uh, it's a cat's cradle between two hands. Yeah, it doesn't. It is, you know, it, it, it doesn't work. Nobody, yeah, there's knots. Yeah, in it. Yeah. We didn't even mention that we lost Hulk. Like, oh yeah, kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's and how convoluted. Talked, and we've is. talked for an hour. Yes, so that should tell you something. <laughs> um, some sort of minor observations. I think you know, there's probably other flaws that we could get into, but let's mm-hmm. let's talk about some some both lighter moments and some mm-hmm. creepy things to start with. Yeah. Um. There's some inappropriate jokes that uh, Iron Man has in this movie. Mm-hmm. So he makes a joke about uh, if he could lift Thor's hammer, that he's going to institute prima nocta. Yeah. Do, you, do Does anybody know what that is? Oh, I mean, I've seen uh, Braveheart. So yeah. So it's like, it you know, the feudal lord gets to have sex with the, the bride before the husband does. Yeah, this is a, a PG-13 movie. It's a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Uh, he makes a very inappropriate joke with uh, Rhodey while they're flying around. Yeah. Uh, he says, if, if we get through this, or he's like, he's Rhodey says, you know, I, I can hold my own. He's like, and Tony's like, if we get through this, I'll hold your own. Yeah. It's a PG-13. That's a weird. It's a little like, weird. Why would, why would he say that he's going to hold his penis? Yeah. That's the implication there, right? I, I think because Tony wants to hold Rhodey's penis. Maybe he's, maybe this is actually being serious. I'm like, actually, Rhodey... Yeah. I have to. <laughs> here's why I made a suit which doesn't require an arc reactor for you to use, and I right. gave it to you in Iron Man Two. Because uh-huh. yeah. um, it, because it, it's, it's also, I'm pretty sure it's not funny. Yeah, it's meant to be funny. I didn't laugh. Yeah, it's and weird. then and then he makes a joke about uh, you know where Natasha and Banner are you playing hide the zucchini. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a little. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Tony. That's, I mean, it's sexual harassment, is what yeah. it is. Tony, I mean, he's he is their boss. He is well, he's at least the money guy. I guess yeah. Captain America is the boss. I guess he's the CFO. You know, you know, he gives them crap. So there's a there's a joke early on in the film, and it kind of works actually throughout the movie. But um, uh, uh, Iron Man says the S word early hmm. on, that's and right. and Captain America is like language. Uh, so that becomes like a oh Captain America is you know prudish and everything. Um, maybe he needed to be. Maybe he needs to step up his HR game and really <laughs> and really get in there and say you know Tony you can't be tell you can't be insinuating and two of our our team members are you know instead of doing their job having sex on the on the job. Hmm. <clears throat> that is yeah. inappropriate. That is work inappropriate. Uh, I want us to talk to Avengers HR and mm-hmm. who is Avengers HR? I... Maybe Maria Hill. That seems bad. Uh, hopefully, we'll find out in a future movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anybody has ideas out there about who would be the best uh, HR representative of a um, for a Marvel for the Avengers, um, let us know. Yeah. 
that would be a that'd be a really fun lane to sort of work on like like our con our contribution to the, the MCU is figuring out who the best character would be for for to run the HR part, department. And this is how we think. <laughs> next, <laughs> next, uh, I'll figure out their accountant too. <laughs> um, you kind of mentioned this earlier. This is this is Hawkeye's best movie. Yeah, totally is. Uh, he's um, got the biggest scene. I mean, you see his family, right? That's yeah. It's a nice reveal. Um, there's a terrible line that his wife has with him. Mm. Uh, it makes me cringe every time I hear it. She's like, she's talking about you know. Uh, his role in the Avengers and all that stuff. And, and she says, I support your avenging. I do. Mm. It just, I, it's just, it, it. yeah. Avenging. It just, yeah. the gerund there just doesn't work for me. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's his best movie until Endgame, right? Like Endgame's probably. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just a better movie. So like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a far better movie. Yeah. But, it, Looking forward to November 24th, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we mentioned that we could get rid of the Hulk-Iron Man fight, even though it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and filled in with, like, maybe better scenes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but this is... You should take this one, because this has been your corner for, okay. for yeah. a decade. Uh, as soon as the movie starts, maybe in the third... First 30 minutes, when, you know, you have Tony and Banner... Creating the threat, which becomes the threat for the whole movie. Tony is a war criminal. Yes. He should have been put in prison, like, right after Ultron attacks the Avengers. Yeah. Like, arrested, full stop right there. Right. Uh, I mean, we're going to see something kind of a less, a lot less egregious in Civil War. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's way less egregious than this. Oh, yeah. This was, he let loose a existential threat on humanity yeah because he didn't want to ask permission of anyone yeah, yeah. like for no reason for no reason whatsoever and yeah. the, the threat in civil war is like while trying to stop terrorists they accidentally let a not a bomb that they made they they were trying to stop the bomb right they accidentally right. Hit, made it hit a building it would have hit the ground anyhow right and and what what and what the government was worried about in civil war was the aftermath of Sokovia. It wasn't the creation of Ultron. Right. Because <laughs> so, like, Captain America is not responsible for this. I know. So this, the whole movie, when I watch it, I'm like, Banner and Stark got to go to jail. Like, uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, Banner probably should have already been there, but right. um if we look at what happened in an incredible Hulk, he should be in some sort of prison yeah. just because he's not safe for the rest of humanity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Full stop. He should be in jail. Tony Stark should be in jail. Yeah. Um, he should be awaiting trial. I'm sure he'll have excellent attorneys. Um, but what's his defense? Did he, did he do it? Yeah. He hundred percent did it. He, he made the thing that makes Ultron. Yeah. And Ultron kills a bunch of people. A whole lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, that would make him responsible at, at the very I, least. I would think that there should be some civil suits. Oh yeah, that are flying his way. Yeah, that's actually what civil war is about. Uh huh. Avengers <laughs> civil suits. Yeah, but then he gets to be on the government side in civil war, which is so silly. Well, so here's the thing that really doesn't make sense to me. They, 
correctly future movies and tv shows they address sokovia as like hey this was a big deal like uh, mm-hmm. you know you created this threat uh it's cool that they address it but there's there there needs to have been a scene where like he signed something over the government like okay you know so that I, you don't prosecute me and you need me maybe there's a, some sort of bargain that's made because mm-hmm. that happens all the time where like a corporation does something super evil they get a slap on the wrist there at right. least should have been the slap on the wrist mm-hmm. yeah because he leaves the Avengers. Yeah. He goes into private, just going in the private citizen guy. He's living probably in Malibu or New York City or wherever he's living. Yeah. Somebody should have probably gone and asked him a question or two. Honestly, that almost makes more sense for the start of Civil War. Like he is so bad here that the government decides like, you know what, you should just go into jail forever. The only way you're not is if you're like working for us. And he's like, okay, sign me up because I was very wrong. And then they can't arrest Banner because he was on the spaceship and goes away. Anyhow, we've rewritten this movie and uh, that makes a lot more sense. Yes, yes. Um, but yes, uh, uh, Tony Stark should have been a, a war criminal. Now, maybe that hurts the rest of the MCU because he can't you know, make this great sacrifice at the end of Endgame. Well, so uh, they, they did this thing where like, you know, Captain America is a man on the lamb because of the side he takes in civil war. And so like, I actually kind of don't question that then. Like he's just going out doing good. If the government caught him, yeah. he would go to jail. And that happens also in the Black Widow and movie. he takes responsibility for it. Yeah, yeah. I did stuff. Uh, all right, you're gonna have to catch me, but uh, yeah. at least the government's going for it. After yeah, we're, we're, we're jumping the gun on this, but I think gotta be Team Cap. Oh yeah, totally. Um, so, you asked this question, and it's a mm-hmm. good question. What is this movie about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure out the theme. Yeah, I wonder. You know, you mentioned this, and it's a, it's a, it's a great observation. It's like I wonder if this was about selling toys. <laughs> Maybe because, like, that was clearly like if you think about like the the Star Wars prequels, mm-hmm. you know, episodes one, two, and three, it was largely about selling toys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen lots of kids' movies that are like that. Um, this that might have been this. Might have been it, about selling toys. It's it's apparently the nexus of the MCU to set up other things, mm-hmm. and then it's about selling toys. And there's no, you know, any movie you watch, it should be like you you feel for the characters, you discover stuff about you, and hopefully you figure out stuff about the life. It's like mm-hmm. oh, you know, and Avengers One has a very ultra clear theme. <laughs> Yeah. It's like these disparate people that they're, they're all heroes in their own way. How can they come together? And then when you come together, you're better than when you're than, than the sum of your parts. Right. That is, that's a hunt. That's like hit over the head, maybe almost too mm-hmm. much for Avengers one, but it, it, right. it's, it's a theme. It works. Yeah. It's storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so uh, let's say winter soldier, right? Captain America. He's Mr. Ra Ra. He's mm-hmm. America in his name. And yeah. yet he starts to distrust authority above him. Like the very maybe. institutions of, of that right. America. Yeah. That's a great thing. That movie's really good, right? That's excellent, yeah. Uh, this movie, I can't, even, I can't even think of it. Well, you, you've got here, you know, is this about toying with forces you don't understand? It kind of is, but yeah. there's, there's no repercussions. Yeah, there's, there's no, no consequences. The there's consequences, no thesis on... The consequences, we won, yay! Yeah, by like <laughs> doing more stuff. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, Tony has, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Not clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, last point, though. 
the last point is, is it, and it's a good one. Um, you know, we did put this above Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is a it is a coin flippy kind of kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, I think we probably bumped it up to to where it's at because of the the TV show one division. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like and and the creations of those characters. Uh, you know, the scene where Vision is created in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've 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 seen this movie about fifteen times because uh, my son as he loves the MCU and as he mm. watches he watches MCU movies all the time. Um, this was early on one of his favorites because robots, just, mm-hmm. just full stop robots. But in that scene where Vision is created, he comes stands up. You know, he is a Vision. Mm-hmm. Paul Bettany, really attractive dude. Um, but the the first Avengers face that you see, Avenger face that you actor face that you see after that is. Elizabeth Olsen sort of looking shocked at the creation yeah. of that. And there's, that is a moment. I think that was certainly intentional by Joss Whedon to sort of create that sort of, because Vision does save Wanda later in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's setting up that character and that, and that, uh, that relationship. Yeah. And as we know from WandaVision, right after that, uh, this movie, we do get the, you know, what is grief? Mm-hmm. Mine. So that, oh, yeah. that that comes right after this. So there's no way that Joss Whedon wrote that line. <laughs> but, I'll know. Uh, <laughs> I'll know. But uh, but that does. I think that it just bumps up this movie a little bit. It it really does because that that series is really good. We obviously really like it, and um, it means that anything related to those characters is now elevated. Like you have like oh there they are, and you're mm-hmm. going back retroactively. Oh yeah, I, I mean I've probably we're bumping up Civil War because they're both in it too. So. Yeah, and Civil War is a good movie. Civil War is a great movie. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking, is Civil War the best one? But we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the movie's not bad. Yeah. You know, it, the movie's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The movie is deeply flawed. Yeah. Uh, but the movie is also a great action movie. There's wonderful yeah. scenes. It's beautiful. Um, it's a spectacle. Mm-hmm. It's sold toys. Yeah. You know, if you a big a, a bigger Iron Man is awesome. Yeah. Right. It's Iron Man, but it's bigger than Iron Man. I think you, I mean, this is 100% why that scene is in the movie. And it's not like the Iron Legion seems to have sold a lot of toys. No. And it's, I think, I think they knew this. They, they knew yeah. like, oh yeah, we, we need this. Yeah. People, people had stopped buying Iron Man toys by this point. They're like, okay, all the Iron Mans kind of look the same. Yeah. Right. We got to, we got to do something different. We got to make yeah. Iron Man awesome. Yeah. So they made him bigger. Yeah, it, it was a smart financial move, if not the best storytelling move. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, but what's our, we, it's going to get a solid meh from us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dad Pods unofficial, Dad Pods presents the unofficial MCU podcast, gives it a meh. Yeah. Um, my son Elliot, uh, his, uh, you know, despite the fact that he used to love it, mm-hmm. um, in his most recent st- sentence that he described it is, it is okay. <laughs> so we probably could have just done that and it would have been like a 30 second podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, I uh, asked my family and I know they've all seen it. They had no, no comment. <laughs> Couldn't remember <laughs> it. What? What was that? Yeah. Did not leave an impression that the other movies did. This one did not. Yeah. So anyway, so that's our, that's, that's age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. We did it. So the exciting thing about where we're moving on from here is that every other project while it might have minor flaws in them mm-hmm. every other movie is really good 
Oh yeah. Like, like if we were going to do like, um, like a, like a four star rating, everything else from here on out is three or four stars. Oh yeah. They're, everything that we've done before is like one or two, like yeah, the last these, two weeks yeah, have yeah. been two star movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else is like three or four. Everything else is both watchable, rewatchable, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited we, about going yeah, forward. Yeah, this, this is the kind of stuff that we prefer to deal with. Like, we like to talk about stuff that we like. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we've been, I think, I think fairly critical of the mm-hmm. films that we've done so far. Uh, but we like to like things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we like to talk about things that we like to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sometimes fun to talk about the nexus of the internet. <laughs> um, yes. But ultimately, ultimately, if this was... so. I would say Age of Ultron is like is is probably better than like um, I don't know it's certainly better than Justice League or Batman versus Superman. Oh, or, those are atrocious. Oh, those are atrocious. But like, if this was the best of of Marvel, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Yeah, no way. It, this this endeavor is done. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so anyway, stick with us. Next week we're going to talk about something good. All right. Well, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Michael.